the Owlcast, the official podcast of ACS Athens. Listen to the exciting story of the American Community Schools of Athens. Check out what drives all the members of our international community of learners as we create the education of the future. Here's John Papadakis. If you browse through the news of the ACS Athens website, one of the busiest sections is that of athletics and activities. As an American school, ACS Athens invests consciously in co-curricular athletics and participation of students in sports as a way to build character, cultivate the nobility of fair play, and set goals for the life ahead. Students appear to celebrate their successes in tournaments as part of team or individual sports, but also announce academic scholarships and other distinctions. Athletics is also at the heart of fostering school spirit by involving the entire community, students, faculty, administrators, but also alums and parents. Therefore, more than an academic requirement, more than providing outlets for channeling the endless energy of students, physical and mental, Athletics play a crucial role in the development of children and adolescents. Our guest today has always been passionate about sports and the fields of education and management. He started his teaching career as a physical education teacher in Greek public schools, but after a few years, he was mesmerized by the business industry and changed directions. Sports have always been Bobby's mama's passion and alongside working and studying, he competed at the under-18 and under-21 Greek track and field teams for long and triple jump, and at a later age, he was introduced to volleyball. Volleyball also turned into a career as he coached professionally at teams in Athens and later in the UK. This year, Mr. Mamas is the Assistant Director of Athletics of ACS Athens with additional responsibilities in student life. Today, with Bobby's Mamas, we discuss experiencing athletics through different school systems, the value of competition in character building and in someone's learning journey, growing by getting out of your comfort zone, the business management side of sports management, and sports management as a career choice. An integral part of the American school is the strong emphasis in athletics and co-curricular sports. When recreation activities are included in the mix, then the Office of Athletics takes a whole new role. Welcome to the Outcast, Mr. Mamas. You are the new Assistant Director of Athletics this academic year, but you're no stranger to the role as it involves sports. Last year you were in the elementary school, but now you're closer to what you've been doing for many years. Can you do for us a quick rewind and tell us how you came to be a Lancer? <laughs> First of all, thank you for the invitation. It's quite an honor to be in this room with you. Uh, and congratulations for the whole series uh, so far. Now, how did I come to be a Lancer? I was in England for 11 years. When I left Greece, I was mostly working in the business sector, uh, only two, three years in education as a PE teacher. Now, when I went to the UK, I, I found out about the incredible world of international schools and all the amazing roles that there are there in administration and the great connection of co-curricular sports activities with curriculum. 
and the great added value that this can have in a student's learning trip. My first ever role in international school was uh, as a volleyball coach for a season, for three months. And that's, that was my experience in the, in the international schools. Uh, I quickly realized that that's the environment I wanted to stay and invest uh, for my future. What was so inviting about the international school sports? First of all, for me, it was, it was quite a new experience, the, the international ethos of a school, uh, the diversity of people, the cultural plethora that was, that was out there. It was, it was quite a new thing for me. Um, I went to, uh, to a state public school uh, in the center of Athens. Uh, so going in, experiencing something like that was, uh, I, I could see the value. I could see the value for the students and for me as a professional. Now, sports specifically, uh, the way I experienced them there, uh, now the students having the ability of after three months of playing volleyball, for example, that was my sport, to be able to compete in an international tournament with uh, teams from all over, the, of all over Europe. I mean, everyone can see the value in that. Not only with the connections and the network that the, these kids can have, uh, but the actual value of the competition. It's on a friendly game. It was a three days tournament that your, your experiences and your emotions were on a constant roller coaster. And I could see, I could experience firsthand the added value that this had in someone's learning journey. So you've seen students that were in athletics, but you've also seen students that were trying to be in athletics. Did you see, what's the difference? I mean, there are kids that are good students, but never go into sports. And the other way around. Actually, that, that was the greatest challenge. That's what I caught up quickly when I became a director. I realized that the, there was a gap between those who made the team, as we say, and those who were so interested in, in participating, but there was, there was nothing for them. Hence, the whole recreational department of the athletics had to be created. There had to be more opportunities for everyone in the school to find something that they're interested, something they wanted to learn. And when they went into it, they were so disappointed that they wanted to change. But that, that, that's part of the whole thing. But they had to be able to, to experience that. We had to provide it to them. And that's where you see the success happening. Well, exactly, exactly. And having, having all those experiences as a student at that age, even, even the elementary school kids, uh, going through all the clubs, the, the, the day clubs, the after school clubs, they can find something that they like. And most importantly, something that they don't like, something they're not good at it. Uh, they can get out of the comfort zone. They can be in another context, not the classroom context that they, they're after the teacher who takes care of them. And they're in a completely different context. And that provides them with all the soft skills and all the resilience we've been talking about all these little skills that they cannot be taught in a classroom context. Your experience and academic credentials include sports science, but also business management. How does sports management come to play in that role? In the athletics department, uh, things are quite busy <laughs> in, in all schools <laughs> in Europe. Uh, besides the constant change and, uh, and need uh, of new things to be added in the program is managing the program itself, all the logistics that come with it, coaches, budgets, transportation, uh, everything. And then it's the events 
when you want to celebrate each sport, the culminating event, the international championships, all these take, they take time and they take preparation. So sports management, for me, that's what, that's what drew me in international schools. I could find the connection between my business skills and my love for sports and education. For me, this kind of role in the athletics department uh, had everything I wanted in my life. So I was willing to invest more in myself to get better and to have the ability to offer more to the kids. Now, for example, that I have my own kids in a school like that, it helps me even more to think how, how, what else, what else is out there for them that we can offer to our community without our community having to search everywhere in Athens to find something that we can offer it here. How, how can we make it easier for them? How can we make the logistics easier? How can we can provide something that can be after school instead of them going home and then moving to a club somewhere in another part of a city? Things that can add value to our community and to our students. Have you seen students, have you talked to students who are considering sports management as a career choice? Do they understand what that means? Some of them do at older age, mainly because of the information that's out there. Hmm. Uh, all those who follow sports see the value of a sports manager or see what's behind everything, see what's behind the players, see the finances that go with that. They understand now there's more information from, for them out there. The business of it. Yes, the business of it, exactly. Uh, now, what someone can do in sports management in general is very vague. Is is quite wide range is of wide range of things. You have to dive in to see it. Exactly, exactly. And that requires a little bit more of a perspective, which usually students get in their first college years. But for students that are coming to an international school and they see the different options in sports, maybe that's a good starting point to start realizing what it entails. Well, your career spans through the Greek public school, the UK system, as you mentioned, and now the American International School. I know you mentioned it very briefly, but each one of those has its own strong points and its own challenges. What is the main proposition for you of the American International model that makes it different from the national European ones? <laughs> First of all, the community, the feeling of the community, the actual help and assistance from the community makes it more valuable for us, the professionals, to try to add and be better and add more. You, you, don't, you never feel alone. You feel that there's always someone there that requires something from you that's going to help you do it. There's a lot of people around that can assist to making things better. Now, European international model, to be honest with you... Like, like the Greek school yeah. or the British or the German, that's Correct. what I'm talking about. Uh, the British system is, when it comes to our department, it's more strict. So specific options for specific people, specific things for boys, specific things for girls, but everything is so well structured that you can have a program ready for 2025. But the word flexibility also doesn't exist there very much. Yeah. That's when it comes to the British system, the differences. The wider international community, to be honest with you, I see them more towards the American model. All the sports and activities, uh, everything that the co-curriculum tries to do is leaning more towards the American. So it was quite easy for me when I came here to dive in. I, I felt like home. Not because it's Greece, but the whole environment was like that. Now, well, it's a double benefit. <laughs> <laughs> You're in you. Greece in an American school. <laughs> Actually, yes. 
not compared to the Greek public schools. I mean, everything we had to, we want to experience, we had to go to a club outside. We had to look for it. We had to go where our friends were going, uh, which also is quite important here. Well, the Greek system is more into physical education, not athletics, not sports. You have to go to a club. You have to go Correct. to someone Correct. somewhere else. There's no, there's no co-curriculum. There's no co-curriculum. I mean, added after school or before school or something like that. You have described your passion for sports, especially for track and field. Actually, you competed at a high level in long and triple jump as a youth under 21, but later you also played and coached volleyball. Someone who prepares mentally and physically for a lonely sport, such as in track and field, must have a different mindset, different mentality when playing a team sport. At the end, is there such a difference in your approach between team and individual sports? How can you manage to do both? <laughs> First of all, I think you've done your research. <laughs> <laughs> I never remember telling you all these things. <laughs> um, to be honest with you, competing in an individual sport like like track, yes, I competed in a high level. Yes, uh, I got all the success and all the failure uh, to myself. Some people are incredible in it. Uh, they get into the right mindset. They, they prepare for days mentally. You get into that routine. You get into a routine uh, when you compete in individual sports because it's all about you preparing. Now, When I was when I was 17, I think I was I was called in by a friend of mine to to a volleyball team that was in our area, and in one week I realized the difference in in, in the sport for me specifically for for my mindset and for my character. Um, having all these people competing with you, training with you, which also has benefits and disadvantages, of course. You're as good as your weakest link, for example, uh, as a team. Uh, that that makes you understand many concepts that were not in your mind before when you were in individual sport, like leadership, like uh, like teamwork, like problem solving. When things don't go your way and not everything comes through you, you have to be able to compete in a way that will draw everyone with you. You have to be to be able to either follow leadership or Put leadership out there, uh, or be the leader. Be the leader, yeah. Uh, but in a way that it's not you're not taking over someone. Volleyball, for example, it's it's a matter of seconds. It's a matter of uh, milliseconds. You cannot show leadership in a matter of milliseconds. But there are ways as a personality to get people together. Now, this learning going from individual sport to, to team sports, I absorbed all, all that learning back then. So as a coach later, I was able to treat all my players for their own potential. Because coming from individual sports, I could see the potential in each one of them. But so also, can you actually address in the team environment personal challenges through the tactics or the strategy of an individual sport? You have to. You have to. You cannot see the team as a, as a bunch of people. There are many individuals. Everyone has their own needs. And as a coach, you, you, you have to treat them separately. And you have to take care of each one separately. And then have the, the, the right mentality and the right tactics to get them all together to work as a team, which is exactly what a teacher is doing. That's exactly what we're asking teachers to do in a classroom. Treat each one individually and then get them all together to work as a group, to learn about all these little things that... You know, it's difficult to learn by yourself. 
And, and for me, that's the value of the system, of, of the American system here. And to be honest with you, that's the reason I brought my kids, my own kids to this school. After experiencing everything and everyone for one year, I realized that this is the right choice. Not because now I can add value more <laughs> to, the, to the learning journey with all the additional activities uh, and things like that, but I can see the value of the people working here, how they work as individuals, and how we all work as a team. You are listening to The Owlcast, the official podcast of ACS Athens. In today's Outcast, we talk with Babis Mamas, Assistant Director of Athletics at ACS Athens. Stay with us as we talk about individual versus team sports. Learn about the individual impact of one's actions through sports. Gamesmanship versus sportsmanship. And guiding students to understand the why when it comes to safety and protection. Alex Dunphy, the head coach of Pepperdine University volleyball team, had said that volleyball is a game of intuition, imagination, improvisation, but most of all of reciprocity, of teamwork, and there is no way to freelance in volleyball. That's what he said. Do you agree? Um, you cannot, that would sound a bit uh, <laughs> against the other sports, you cannot keep the ball to yourself. You cannot keep the ball and triple around. Hold it. You cannot. You, can, you can't. <laughs> you need to touch it and give it to someone else or do something with it, and you need to decide that in milliseconds. So yes, I will agree. I will agree with all that. But it's also all about repetition and experience. The more you see of the game, the more you watch of it, the more you have an idea about what's going to happen. What impact will my action have to the whole team or to 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 the opponents? And and that's. That's really important. That's what we're trying to teach our kids through all the activities. What impact does my action have to everyone else around me? Is this only true for volleyball or how about track and field? I'll tell you what, how we are teaching to we as a school, as Lancers in the international forum, track and field might be an individual sport, but when we compete, we compete as a team. So what I've witnessed all these years is that the cross-country team, the swimming team, and the track and field team, individual sports, but they are the most connected teams of all of us because they all work together. They might be working individually, but they all need to earn points for their team. And they connect in a so, so different way than all the, the team sports, all the ball sports, for example, which is, which is impressive. But I think that's because of the system, of, of the way of the competition is structured mm -hmm. and the way we structure everything around it. At Santa Clara University, there is the Marcula Center for Applied Ethics. In an article, they posted about ethics in sports and they talk about sportsmanship versus gamesmanship. The article mentions that gamesmanship is built on the principle that winning is everything. Athletes and coaches are encouraged to bend their rules whenever possible in order to gain a competitive advantage over an opponent and to pay less attention to the safety and welfare for the competition. 
On the other hand, sportsmanship promotes healthy competition that is seen as a means of cultivating personal honor, virtue, and character. It contributes to a community of respect and trust between competitors and in society. The goal in sportsmanship, as they mentioned, is not simply to win, but to pursue victory with honor by giving one's best effort. How can an athletics program on the K-12 level promote sportsmanship versus gamesmanship? especially when there is no lack of individuals who root for victory no matter what? Um, I, would, I would argue that this is not only for sports. What you just explained is the professional environment everywhere. Now, going back to your question, it, it all comes back to the educator. It all comes back to, to the coach. It all comes back to, to the team of people, as I mentioned before, that we have here at ACS we all work together. We, we talk together, we share experiences together. We are a really good team. Now, when you're part of a team that they all act at a specific ethics level, it's difficult to deviate from that. That starts from our leadership, that starts and, go, and goes down to, to every one of us. Now, the, the students, the athletes, will just copy the attitude of their coach. If we as professionals understand why we're doing and how we need to do it, then they will follow. I'll give you a, an excellent example from, from the last ICA championships that I was there with the volleyball team. We were playing against Geneva, and at the end of the game, Coach, coach Dimitropoulos, Agilos, uh, said to the students that if you learn one thing from today, by the way, we won that game, <laughs> if you learn one thing from today is your whole life from now on be like the players of that team. What they did twice in that game, even though they were losing and the game was, was tied, is they corrected the referee to our benefit. So the referee said the ball was out and they turned around and said, no, it was in. And they gave us the point. So, and the whole team, they didn't even think about it. The coach did the same, the coach pointed in. That shows ethics at, at a different level. They wanted to win, of course they wanted to win. It's a championship. But that came automatically to them, effortless. They need to do the right thing. It is mentioned that you have done training related to child protection, safety, and well-being. How important do you think is such a training for education professionals nowadays? Do you think that children are faced with threats or dangers at a different level than they did a few years ago? I mean, you're also involved in student life activities yeah. and extracurricular and so on. The safeguard, the safeguarding part of, of everything in school, some things have changed. There are more channels that people that want to harm students can access students. Yes, that has changed. But I think most, most of the issues around safeguarding are the same, but now we have more information. People get caught easier. Now, through all these clubs, activities, sports, the way we protect students, the way we act around them, the way we care for them, that makes them more aware of the dangers without us telling them all the time, don't go there, you get hit by a car. You don't have to say that anymore. You just need to take care of them in a way that they will understand or don't go there by yourself. They, they will understand why they don't need to go there by themselves. So instead of us, as educators and as professionals, instead of us giving them a list of things that they don't have to do, we care for them in a way that they will understand why they don't need to do it. The moment the students understand the why, 
and that of course goes for everything in life, it's it's instilled in them. But that's why it starts now. It lives with them through their lives. That's the learning. That's the learning journey. That's what that's the added value we need we need to add. That's what we that's what we're here to do. All of us. So what exciting things are happening this year, TCS? I mean, what are we preparing for this year, which uh, admittedly is very close to the normal that we knew pre-COVID? <laughs> First of all, t- again, to be honest with you, we didn't have to try a lot. The students were ready <laughs> to participate. <laughs> they were ready to participate. I mean, the numbers of participation in sports tryouts, uh, I'm, I'm not, I've only been here one year, but everyone is amazed. But the amount of people, the students that go out there for, for tryouts. That shows, that demonstrates the need of these students to, to, to participate, to be part of groups, to be out there. So our goal this year is to make sure that the, there are enough opportunities for everyone to find something for them, something for them to go out and socialize, to recreationally learn about it, to compete. It's difficult and we, we might make mistakes, we might do something, things that are incredibly well, but we, we're here to offer as much opportunities as possible. For me personally, uh, in my previous school and this one, my goal is and will be, I don't want any kid to leave the school at 345, <laughs> if it's possible. Everyone can stay here and th- there has to be something for them. If not every day, there shouldn't be kids going home. The school, the, the, the campus is a, play, a safe place for them to be here and learn more than just the amazing classroom learning they get from, from our teachers. So we're looking forward for everything that is happening this year. Um, we have a new Instagram account for ACS Athens Athletics, Correct. where people can go and see what's going on real time almost. <laughs> and uh, we also have the Lancers magazine at the end of the year. So we're probably going to get a sneak preview through the year <laughs> leading to the magazine. Mr. Mamas, thank you so much for being with us. And uh, let's enjoy the athletics this year, it's going to be an exciting year from what I see. It's a pleasure, and it's a pleasure seeing all the students being interested in, in so many things that we have to offer for them. You are listening to The Owlcast, the official podcast of ACS Athens. Make sure you subscribe to The Owlcast on Google Podcasts, Spotify, and Apple Podcasts. This has been a production of the ACS Athens Media Studio.